0: be happy with where you're at and love yourself like where you're at and your body and then like work towards like the goal that you have in mind at the same time because it will be way easier to get there if you actually like love yourself and then like find a routine that you love because you need to enjoy the process in order to like reach that goal.
1: Josephine, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you here.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here.
1: You are somebody that uh, fascinates me because of just the discipline you kind of have, or at least from the outside looking in, like from an everyday person, right? Um, I mean, I'm a you know fitness enthusiast and I like to train and stuff, but your, your uh, I guess, level of training, your style of training, all of that is interesting to me because you you aren't kind of like the typical i guess a bodybuilder there's like a little bit more i feel like to um you know some of the things that you value and uh you have other goals aside from you know um competing and um the more i've kind of gotten to listen to your podcast and stuff it's been really cool to to uh, hear that so uh i'm excited to kind of dive into a little bit about you know your mindset your prep how you kind of navigate, uh, a a difficult, you know, scenario such as, you know, prepping for a show. Cause I think there's a lot of valuable principles that we can extract from that, um, that are less, you know, and apply it to something that's maybe a little less difficult, um, than, or in another arena in life completely.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, thank you so much for bringing all that up, and thanks for all, like, the kind words. It is a different sport, for sure, because you have to be, like, really disciplined. And at times, I, to be totally honest and transparent, it's so hard. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I don't blame you.
0: It's like, it's, the thing is, like, there's, because you have to be really strict with the food, you have to make sure that you get all your training in, your cardio in, um, and, like, on top of that, you also need to, like, get your posing practice in. And, yeah. So so it's, like, a lot of things you need to get it, like, fit into a day because only the meal prep, like, takes so much time, I feel like, and, like, making sure that you get the right amount of food in each oh, day. Oh,
1: yeah, dude, I bet. And, I mean, I guess um, one of the cool things with getting to, uh, I guess, commit to a show like that where you're kind of going all in, right? is yeah. you probably see the results of your training happening relatively quickly. Would you would you say that's correct?
0: Yeah. Definitely. Like like the
1: changes you see a little more noticeably like every I don't know what the interval would be like 2 weeks or 4 weeks, you can see your body actually evolving.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's also like fun because this is the part when you actually see all the hard work you put in before Like, because when you get down, like, on such a low uh, body fat percentage, Mm -hmm. you can actually see, like, the amount of muscles you were able to put on uh, when you had, like, an off-season. Or, like, I haven't, because I started to compete in 2019, and then I had kind of an off-season during 2020. So, it was, like, interesting to see how I could change my physique between, from, like, 2019 until now, 2021. Yeah. uh, Which has been a really, like, intense and long (laughs) Season for me. Yeah,
1: I feel like you've had a lot of uh like competitions this year.
0: I have. Yeah, I did five, and I so I started to prep early as well because I was prepping for one in April, but I had like I couldn't get into Russia because of like I couldn't get a visa because of COVID to get uh, into Russia. So yeah. I prepped, and then I was like, can't go. So man, how, did. what did you do?
1: Did you at least like do a photo shoot or uh, something? <laughs>
0: At that time, so actually, so we can actually push it back a little bit more it, because I did prep for a show in December as well. So this show was going to happen in December, uh-huh. didn't end up happening, but I found a show in Sweden, which I prepped for.
1: And to give people they info, you are, in, you are in Sweden right now.
0: Yeah, I'm in Sweden, exactly. Um, and I was in Sweden back then in December 2020. So the Russia show got pushed to April I found this show in Sweden that I was going to do. They canceled this show two weeks out. Oh, my out. Gosh. Two weeks out. You're, like, so ready to go on stage. But they made sure that we got a photo shoot. So Better Body Oh, actually, that's like, great. together with Gasp, they, like, yeah. arranged this photo shoot. So that was awesome.
1: That's amazing because, I, you know, yeah. I don't know uh, an insane amount about the sport, but working so hard to kind of mold your body into that i'm like man you better walk out with a couple pictures right so um that's really cool how how long would you say um from kind of like between shows like when you kind of end a show maybe and you are in a let's say quote unquote off season to maybe a show date um how long does it take for you to see the like first beginnings of like, oh my gosh, my body's changing. And it's like exciting. Is it only in the last like six weeks, eight weeks up to a show? Or does it happen much earlier?
0: You kind of like if you, so I'm pretty new to the sport still, but I'm like, like I'm learning and like my first off season was 2020. But I mean, you can still kind of see like during off season as well. But, I like, you. the more you do it and the more times you get into the off-season, you can actually see the change from off-season to off-season as well and see the changes you make during the off-season. But it's different because you're, like, higher body fat percentage, of course. But you still, like, the amount of muscle you put on, like, if you compare, like, if you make sure that you, like, track progress with, like, pictures and measurements and stuff, you can actually see, like, I'm – feeling like you're actually catching me in a pretty fun time because I'm like, I'm now transitioning into my, my off season yeah. and I have a totally different approach this time than I had last time, even mm. though it is hard. Like it, it, this is a hard period of time when you actually get out of, like from like being competitive, like in the oh, season. Yeah. Well,
1: what's, what's different this year? What, what's, uh, what changed?
0: So, this year, what I do have is like more of an off season plan like uh, okay. I made that like I made sure that i that I tried to stick to like a reverse diet that I didn't have last time because I was so new to the sports i like i I had heard like about reverse dieting, but I didn't really apply it, and I didn't really have a coach helping me to apply it either. Um, so I was like so confused and I remember like I was binge eating a ton after that show because I, that show like I did more like I had a coach who was like doing more of an old school approach when it comes to like prep. Yeah. So I was really deprived like food wise. I only ate like, you know, white fish and green beans. So for how long, <laughs> you know for long it was from like february <laughs> to june what? like i mean i had like i had cheat meals and stuff but, right like, that right was, like, but that's still main, the main like part of the diet <laughs> i had sweet potatoes in the morning the mornings were the best because i loved the sweet potatoes and i was like oh god what probably tasted sweet so
1: sweet to... if you're if you were yeah. cutting out a lot of other sugars right
0: <laughs> yeah it did it was like the best it was like a treat every morning <laughs>
1: How how would you define um, uh, reverse dieting for people who maybe have no idea what it is?
0: Yeah, so what you do, like, so you're pretty, like, when you, so my coach starts to kind of reverse diet before I get into the show. So what you do, like, you're pretty low in calories. I have actually not been super low, but what you do is that you gradually want to increase uh, the amount of food that you eat. So you don't mm-hmm. just want to, like, throw, like, you don't want to, like, increase with, like, 500 calories at once instead you want to slowly like increase and see how your like body and metabolism ad- adapt to like more food and um, gotcha because then you can kind of like push uh, the amount of food you eat up more uh which is a good thing because i how- love to eat
1: <laughs> right well how-, how long do you wait for that do you give it like two weeks before you're like hey this is working let's jack it up or it's not working Let's tweak it.
0: So it all depends on how my body responds. So I like uh, check in with my coach every week, and like as like if my body, for example, if I'm dropping in weight, we either like we increase calories. But if I'm like kind of stable, we either lower the amount of cardio that I do, or we raise the amount of food that I eat. So you either like take down the cardio, or you increase the food.
1: Okay, now. Let's say, like I'm assuming, at times you're doing a ton of cardio, right? Yeah, um, and that's on top of your strength, like a resistance training session.
0: Yeah, exactly. What's, your, what's so, the total?
1: Uh, like, how much time is in go uh, like allocated to each one of those?
0: I would say so. So it's like the strength training is about like five days a week in an hour, okay. Um the cardio is depending on how close to a show, but like closer I would say at least like now I did so many shows back to back so I was like probably or not back to back but I did June July August September and November Mm
1: -hmm. so I had
0: like a month in between the other ones so I was like it was probably between 30 and 45 minutes steady like steady state cardio I did like walking on an incline treadmill or like hikes outside or like power walks outside and okay so then, it wasn't like, very
1: hard at all it was i mean i mean not hard at all but you know it no. was very yeah it wasn't nothing
0: intense yeah okay exactly but when i and go out on walks my i usually have my heart rate up at around like 140 150 i try to like keep a good pace
1: wait this uh, when you're walking you're saying Mm-hmm. okay so your your heart rate you're shooting for is about 150 when you're walking
0: Maybe between 130 and 150. It depends on where I end up. I don't Got like it. push myself. Like I try to also listen to my body, but I try sure. to like like walk in a good pace.
1: How much of a – like do you notice um, – because that's kind of like a – it's an old school like thing um, in the fitness, bodybuilding world that still to this day is very – it holds weight I guess because it works, right? People are still doing – cardio and using it as a good as a tool so when you add like you said 35 to 45 minutes depending on you know how close you are to show how do you notice like how much of an impact does the cardio truly have on kind of everything else like do you do you notice when you bump it up or you start bringing it back in like your body changes
0: yeah definitely and just like Also, like, first of all, like, keeping it in during, like, the entire period and, like, still, like, even though I don't, like, like, maybe I don't call it cardio, but, like, getting outside, like, or do some sort of, like, movement each day for at least 30 minutes, that's, like, something that I always try to shoot for just because I feel like I, like, I feel so much better. And even more, like, if I can actually get outside on a walk for 30 minutes I I agree with you.
1: There's a big difference from, like, me on my Echo bike to, like, just a stroll outside around the block, like, the fresh air, all that good stuff. Um, That's really interesting because, like, I know I had a, like, well, let me back it up. The one reason I think this is really cool is because, like, most people, when when we're kind of just, uh, you know, we're not competitors, we're just kind of trying to look a little bit better feel better things like that but you know you you might not be executing with the discipline of a bodybuilder uh, in your own fitness and your nutrition and so it can be tough you're like oh man I've been doing this forever I'm not seeing results and that whole thing is this really working like you have sometimes those kind of thoughts but then you look at kind of the bodybuilders and you're like okay well if you truly do commit to these set of guidelines and you're actually doing it consistently like it'll work right like people have changed their bodies in crazy ways where you're like i didn't know it could do that um so that's why i find this so fascinating is because it's like you are truly getting to measure i think the true impact of certain training stimuli and how Mm -hmm. it actually like there's a theory right okay let's do more cardio let's add some resistance but you're like you're measuring it at the at the most detailed level. uh, Because it's, uh, it's relevant, obviously, to to your end result. um, But it's also great data for the rest of us, like everyday folk, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like so, like, going back to your question before, like, um, how much of an impact, like how much of a change I see when I add in cardio, Mm -hmm. like the peak week, how the peak week is laid out as that, like we bump up my cardio a ton and lower my food a lot. Like, yeah, maybe a lot for me. Like that's the day. Like so peak week is seven days out. So that's like the week before the show. So the seventh like day from uh, the show, that's when I eat the least amount of food. So I'm pretty low on carbs, which is like, like, compared to other coaches, I was, like, zero carbs going into, like, my other show. This okay. time, the lowest I've been was, like, 110 grams of carbs, which is still not, like, super low. Yeah. Um, and and wh- that, like, those two days, I have 60 minutes times two of steady state of cardio. cardio? So two hours, yeah. Wow. Yeah, rel- so that's a ton.
1: And that's Okay, so that's in the seven days, uh, but usually you're saying you're in the 35 to 45 range. Yeah. Okay. So
0: what happens, the peak week is that we do, so the seventh and the sixth day, the cardio is two hours. So divided, split between like 60 minutes in the morning, 60 minutes at night. Yep. And then the fifth day, it starts to go down. So it goes down to 50 minutes. And then at the same time, so 50, 40, 30, 20, at the same time, my calories goes up. So my carbs comes up more and more and more. So I feel way better. Like, I feel a little bit like tired and run down like the seventh and the sixth day, like the beginning of the peak week. But then like, I just feel better and better and better because I get more food and I get less cardio. So my body is just like recovering. And that's when like, the magic kind of happens.
1: What's your average like, uh, I guess, like carb breakdown aside from those seven days. So maybe the pre you know two weeks prior to that is it still around like 110 or are you pretty like low uh or even higher i'm actually
0: no i'm actually pretty high Uh, a lot of people would say that i'm high i like so i've been like in prep for a pretty long time but we have had me at between I would say like I've been closer to 250 grams of carbs.
1: Nice. Well, that's great. So isn't that isn't I've that amazing been, though to see that that works? You're like, oh, I don't have to do it at yeah, 110 or 100.
0: Exactly. Because that's what I did the, the show before. I was like always so low on car- uh, carbs. I could never like think I was so tired. Yeah. So now I feel like amazing. And people think that I don't eat that much, but I, I have been up between 18 and 2000 calories a day leading wow. up to like all the shows so
1: that's amazing because you do you do maintain a pretty uh yeah you you also maintain a very i feel like um lean kind of physique even when you're not in your show periods um
0: yeah
1: how hard is it to i guess like maintain like that peak that you get to right um you kind of have another show sometimes like oh i'm doing another one four weeks out um is that is that kind of easy because you you're already in peak, you kind of maintain and that's good. Or is it hard? Cause now you have to like keep this level, sustain it a little longer, you know?
0: So it's actually, so what I have found is that having a show in mind makes it easier, makes it oh, way okay. easier because when you have and even more, when it was like the four weeks between, because that's not many weeks. So you get out of the show and then it's just like three weeks where you need to like maintain. And then you have peak week again. So mm. that was like easier and like having a goal makes it way easier to like stay on track with everything and not you know like not go off plan. Yep. So
1: how much uh how much time would you say comfortably like obviously we're not talking like the biggest show of your life maybe but like a show uh to you want to see you want to kind of see change in your body. You know how some people do that they'll sign up for a uh a, a bodybuilding show and just do it once to like really see if they can go through with it and all that good stuff how much time like months uh weeks do you need to comfortably like not feel rushed but but prep and feel good about the prep that you did when you step on stage or get a photo shoot or whatever your your end result for that body goal composition is you know
0: Yeah, so are you talking like me or are you talking like Yeah, let's use
1: you because – well, I mean, maybe you would know better. Uh, Let's use you as an example, but is there a difference between how you do it and how some other people might? Uh, No, I'm I'm just thinking
0: like the starting point. Like the starting point, obviously, because when I did my first show, I started like – I had more of like a weightlifting body. Um, Oh,
1: yes. I know what you mean. Okay. So
0: that took me – four and a half month i think four
1: and a half months okay yeah cuz you were already I, pretty I would, well primed
0: yeah but i would say like usually like in the bodybuilding world they usually say that you want between 12 and 20 weeks so at least like 12 weeks of prep like okay just like to make sure that you don't need to cut like calories crazy like low um and yeah.
1: Right. Just like anything, say. if you have a little bit of longer amount of time, like you're going to be able to maybe do it a little more sustainably. If you have exactly. three Keep months, like, mass. Yeah, yeah, so you right. don't, because
0: otherwise you might risk to lose a lot of the muscle mass, which is hard to build already. And then it would suck <laughs> if you like lose muscle mass are right.
1: well. Well, you're also, uh, to talk about like building muscle a little bit, what are you Is it a lot of high rep stuff in your, you know, training sessions? Because you've also had exposure to CrossFit style training, weightlifting style training. You've been in those communities, in those worlds. And so you have kind of an insight into, okay, here's the style I did before. Here's what I'm doing now. What's the change? I mean, what are you, one, I guess, what does your resistance training look like a little bit? And then I'd love to hear like, what's the differences between what you've done in the past, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because like, it's so, it's so interesting now to look back at it because I started with CrossFit transitioned into like weightlifting and then now bodybuilding and the bodybuilding that I started out with was like, with like more of an old school approach. A lot of like high reps, as you say, like we could do like sets of like 20, 25 and all the way up to like 50 and a hundred reps which Mm -hmm. was insane. I'm not really doing that. The pump must have been real. Yeah, the pump was real (laughs) for sure. (laughs) I love it. Um, Yeah. So I'm like, I'm still like, I'm always between 8 and 15 or 20 reps. Some certain exercises I do up to 25, but I would say like mainly between 8 and 15. So like more of the, you know, hyper. paratrophy like rep range kind of totally
1: yeah and i guess like are you uh, the sets of eight and stuff like that you know are you prioritizing still like back squats and deadlifts and bench press and some of those things or is it a lot of dumbbell work and like sculpting and targeting yeah body parts it's a lot
0: of like as you say, like sculpting and targeting body parts. So I love the cable machine for that. For, and oh I gosh, love dumbbells as well. Yeah, the cable is such an Like in machines in general, I feel like they're so underrated, actually.
1: I agree. Yeah, it, it, it kind of got really like demonized at a certain point in the, yeah. the functional fitness world, maybe. Yeah, and, and But it really is kind of somewhere in the middle, right? Where it's like, okay, if it's all you do, maybe it's a little it could be much yeah. but if if there's a right healthy amount of it uh it could speed up a lot of other areas like
0: exactly my
1: favorite is uh half kneeling like uh paloff presses you know oh, so yeah. like a paloff press you could do with a band most gyms have yeah. like bands and stuff but to do it on a cable machine you can like go so heavy and like your core mm-hmm. just feels so worked uh and then twists I love twists too yeah, like chops same
0: and there's kind of like a different like like the resistance with the cable versus like a band, it's not really the same. No. Because you can go like with a heavier band, you can't keep the same resistance throughout the movement. But with the cable going heavier, you can still keep the same like resistance. So
1: It's more predictable to replicate too. Like next time you do it, you know, or else you have to feel the tension with the band and it's just, it's not, um, you also max out a little bit easier right so you'll how how many reps can you do with a band i mean i guess now that i'm hearing you say you did 50 and 100 maybe you could do that to achieve that thing but uh having access to a cable machines infinitely i'm sure easier um okay so you're doing a lot of high rep uh stuff still like like 25
0: yeah yeah but i still try to get in like some bar like i love the barbell as well still like i love squats and deadlifts and like sumo deadlifts and and all that and hip <clears> thrusts. Of course, you need a barbell for that. So yeah. So I do like I mix it up between like machines, free weights, like both barbell, dumbbell, and kettlebells. Like I'm tr- like, I love it all, and like that's probably from the CrossFit and weightlifting background.
1: Right. Well, do you um? What about the difference in styles? Right. So, um, when you're primarily weightlifting or primarily kind of doing crossfit uh what now with the style of like focused you know sculpting and targeting these body parts and like mm-hmm. really trying to grow your muscles and that pure intent for it uh what's like i'm sure there's a clear difference right like you're seeing yeah. results faster aesthetically maybe than maybe with yeah. crossfit because sometimes with crossfit you can also like achieve that body too right it just kind of happens for oh, some yeah. people so yeah um Yeah, what's the differences you've noticed? I'm curious.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's actually, so I've been thinking a lot about this lately, and I do miss, like, both CrossFit and Olympic lifting, but thinking back at it, I'm like, I don't think my body could handle that. Or I'll I'll back up. What I wish I would have done is that I would have found, like, bodybuilding first to actually strengthen my body in order to be strong for CrossFit because I feel like I jumped into CrossFit and I wasn't like strong enough for certain things. And with like the fast movements and like, I felt like I ended up with like some injuries that I could have right. like prevented with like starting with bodybuilding.
1: Yeah, totally. Like just building a strong base uh, for a couple of exactly. years before you layer anything on top. That makes sense. Um, Okay. So that's really cool. So you, you, you do notice, I mean, of course there is that element of more like there's more focus on nutrition maybe, and all of these things are dialed in. So of course you might see the results a little faster, but it's kind of nice to know that when you do focus, like, Hey, if you do some tricep work and you want bigger triceps, it might happen if you just do, you know, if you do some more of that. Um, Oh Yeah. Right, so yeah, you
0: can really like focus and sculpt, as you say, which is what I find so fun and fascinating. It's like Arnold saying, "like pumping iron."
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mentions that (laughs) like, like get into the muscle belly, like with your mind and all that stuff. It's yeah, it truly is. It's interesting. So, um, how do you do you deal with like over like? Because I'm sure with something like triceps right okay we all want bigger Mm -hmm. triceps maybe but it's it's a smaller joint relative it can be right uh it can irritate some people's elbows when they start going really hard with tricep extensions and all sorts of stuff right you can do too much so how do you balance that with like the amount of targeting you do have to do the high reps you're doing um and just uh how you know? even though let's say you worked your shoulders or delts yesterday like you probably might be doing some compound movement where that's like coming back into play a little bit so do you notice that or is it kind of like the crossfit world where because you're working things in such a full holistic way it just you don't feel if it's done correctly you don't feel overuse you feel like all right i'm getting a full body workout today and you know, today was lower body heavy. Then, okay, the next day is a little upper body heavy. Um, do you, yeah. yeah, have you dealt with that at all? Any any issues yeah, with that? Like, yeah, I do.
0: No, I haven't really had that much issues actually, on, like, luckily. That's uh, so great. I feel it's, like, the same. And maybe that's, like, a part of it. I haven't never, like, really thought about it. But both, like, CrossFit and weightlifting, they, actually like, you actually use your entire body, like, every day. Like, all the yeah. muscles, kind of, more or less. Right. So maybe i was actually like maybe i've been like prepared for that um since before then that's yeah. interesting yeah no i haven't really like sure some days you're like pretty sore but yeah I haven't are been. you
1: are you are you doing like full body days or is it like are you splitting it up into specific body parts
0: so I've been doing, like, I'm not doing the, like, the more, like, male, like, or it's not only guys that do the, the split, but I'm not doing the the most, like, the, where you split your body and you so many You just chest every
1: day. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, I do. <laughs> uh, no, so I usually split it between upper body, lower body, or yeah. I do more of, like, a total body approach, where I, like, either I do, like, a total body, or I split it up between shoulders and glutes one day and then I do back and shoulders no I'm saying back and hamstrings I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. So I do shoulders and glutes three days a week and I do uh, hamstrings and back two days a week. Gotcha. So and that's mainly because my main like as a bikini athlete you your focus is glutes and shoulders. Like they want oh, like the round they want brown shoulders and they want like round, nice-looking glutes. So,
1: that's wow, that's me. fascinating. So, yeah, we, we kind of glossed over, I guess, this part, right, where uh, the style of bodybuilding and, that you do. It, I'm sure you know so oh, yeah. much. There's so many, and it varies um, with with bikini bodybuilding. Like, yeah. what other kind of ones are there? And could you kind of highlight some yeah. some of the quick differences? Definitely.
0: Yeah, so this is it's kind of fun actually because when I started in two thousand nineteen, my coach wanted me to do figure. So the the categories you have is bikini, which is like the like the least amount of muscles. The least, like you're not as like jack, like jacked and shredded as the the categories I'm gonna go through after. So bikini is like you're not like it's really like you can actually do it naturally like. When you come to the other categories, you can, but you getting to the professional (laughs) level.
1: Like podiuming is, is
0: exactly unique. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like an unsaid, unspoken kind of thing.
0: Exactly. So bikinis, they want like kind of an X shape. They want like wider shoulders. They want like nice looking glutes. And then after that you have wellness. Wellness is more like it comes from Brazil. So it's more lower body heavy. They want like big legs, big glutes. And your upper body is not as developed. Then after that, uh-huh. you have figure, and figure is where the girls get really shredded. Like they get, like oh. they start getting really shredded, and um, and they're more like you know, they're more like showing their muscles. Like we as bikini, we're more we're showing off our physique, but it, it's not really like in figure. They're really really like flexing their muscles.
1: Got it. And wait, so would you say that um figure you get like even more leaner and stuff than bikini yeah.
0: and you need to like see the muscle definitions way more and you can actually have like um striation in your muscle belly like muscles oh. so, so wow and then That's you have two more categories on top of that it's women's physique so, I would actually say that it's more one now because women's physique is probably the only one we're gonna have because then you have women's bodybuilding, but oh. they are starting like not as many girls are doing it, and they are the girls that look like dudes like they're uh, like okay. literally huge
1: and but you you physique, can't do that naturally, you think, or you, you like you gotta be yeah i gotta,
0: i I don't think so like it's i don't it's understand incredibly how they difficult, can, yeah. Yeah.
1: And is it legal I, I'm in some of those categories? It, like, is it, is it in the sport? Do they kind of, like, yeah. uh, govern so, that stuff? Okay.
0: So, in a, no, not legal, legal, but in the NPC, they don't test you. So this last show that I did was actually a natural show, which is where they right. test you. But all the other shows, they don't. So I shouldn't say that all women's physique or women's bodybuilding actually take stuff because I think it was a few that was competing at this show. So they actually, they were natural.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah. Then
0: I, I forgot about one category. It's fitness, and it's really cool. They're like the same shape as figure, but they're doing like a fitness routine. So they're like tumbling, like they're jumping around, oh. they're doing hands they're doing splits, mm. and they're doing like a routine where they actually, yeah, it's so cool.
1: And you, you get to make it up, or you are doing yeah. a set routine? they make it oh. up themselves. Mm-hmm. So like gymnastics, but not gymnastics. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. And that's the figure
0: girls, I should correct that because I they can be natural because I it was a few like the figure and wellness is possible to do natural. It's just over that that I'm not sure. But I shouldn't like say that no one can do it. But of course. Yeah. You yeah. Know. It's
1: just one of the yeah. things that it's uh, it's a common uh, tool that's like people lean on stuff to get to kind of the next levels. Exactly. And it's also like uh, it's it's kind of acceptable in like everybody's kind of in that category understands that that might be the game you're playing right so that's why it kind of you can you can like that's why I guess it continues that way right where you Mm -hmm. can uh take stuff and still compete because it's like well in this category whatever it takes to get you to your most craziest physical state right
0: yeah and that's what the like audience want to see so that's why they
1: totally do it I guess, right you know and it's funny because so. it's like it's it is a sport right and each sport has its uh it, no sport inherently is like the healthiest thing in the world right because you've got guidelines yeah. you've got objectives you've got things that are like meet this because this is like the most important exactly. whether it's healthy or not um so that's uh that's something to keep in mind but I think, like, I guess there is a lot of carryover into, because, you know, you're still competing, but let's just put ourselves in the position of somebody maybe who did a show, right? They wanted yeah. to kind of, like, just see their body evolve and change, see what happened. And then they go back to kind of normal life, normal training, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, I guess, prevent the, because you are going to look different day to day and what your probably normal state or or post-show state looks like, but how yeah. do you kind of like, you know, if you put so much hard work into this thing, how do you sustain that a little bit? Uh, if you were like, okay, I'm not doing bodybuilding. I'm just kind of like, I don't know, doing other stuff, but I want to like h- hold on to all this muscle I've built and the leanness I've developed. And you probably have some good habits too. You know, you drink water and <laughs> you sleep yeah. uh, this much time and all those things. So uh, yeah, would w- you have any... Um, maybe advice for somebody who might be in that boat okay
0: definitely definitely so I guess like the most important part like it it is probably kind of hard when you get off first of all but one thing that is really important there is to have someone to guide you like at least if you're not like into the like if you're not used to like reverse sighting or so on like I'm so happy that I had like my coach and like people like to talk to around me because it is like even for me it is hard post show
1: because mm-hmm.
0: what happens is you have had like and even more because i have had 5 shows to look forward to so after this show all of a sudden like i didn't have this like you know next next show coming up so all of a sudden yeah. it was like so empty and it was kind of like weird like i felt like kind of depressed and i was like mm-hmm. And that's what they talk. They talk about like it's it's really common to get kind of like depressed and like maybe it happens like to you as well. Like because yeah. it's, like going up on stage for like, the it's, comedy, such a,
1: like it's such a it's such an unusual it's such an unusual like uh, high stimulus type exactly. of environment, right? That's not real life. Like that's not happening all the yeah. time. So of course it's like you just get ex- like I don't know. It's just like overload it's great and then I do feel that too where it's like immediately after a project or a show or a whatever you're like you wanted it to be over like to get through it but you're sad it's over in a way yeah
0: and and when you come to your hotel room it's like oh whoa this is so (laughs) weird it's like so empty and quiet kind of but yeah go talking like yeah so first of all like having a plan coming off the show I would say like coming up, like coming up with a plan that you can like, first of all, like enjoy a meal after and enjoy like the day after, but then it is good to come back to plan because what might happen is that you start to binge too much, like that you like, kind of like you have, like, because you go like going from like having such a strict, like routine and schedule with food and like training and all that. It is important to keep that a little bit like right after. So you don't go like, just like crazy. I would say. Yes,
1: that makes sense. And then of course, also, if you, yeah, if you do that, then the weight's going to come on for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that is important to have a plan right after and have someone to keep you accountable, but then also have like a goal kind of in mind. Like, what do you want to, like, if you just want to sustain, that's like a good goal to have. You probably need to put on a little bit of like body fat, depending on how low you got for the show. But then like, like, making sure that you find like a good balance and like so taking the parts of the routine that you really liked and that you think like oh this is actually sustainable for me and my life and like having like a social life with friends and like whatever like if you have like a partner that you make sure that it's like working so it's not like super boring life but like find like take those routines that you liked and still keep them even after and, and then like Finding like the good balance that will work for you in the long run. Like that's like the most important part, I would say.
1: I love that because you you do get to kind of pick and choose afterwards. Like, hey, what do I want to sustain? What felt mm-hmm. good? Because there are a lot of great like, it might not be the specifics of like, do this much cardio every day like I was, but it might be like, oh man, I got used to working out for an hour, hour and a half. Like, yeah. so now I should be able to sustain like an hour, at least this many times a week or whatever it is to kind of, exactly. uh, keep you in, in a rhythm. Cause, um, yeah, I, I just see it as like if i put that much work into it, I know I'd be in that boat where it's it's like, okay, it's easy yeah. to binge right after and be like, All right, it's oh, over, yeah. right? Um but Trust ha- me, you- I
0: did it this time as well for a couple of days. I ate like two jars of peanut butter.
1: Wow. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> what and kind of
0: D- no it was it actually so it was better it was better it was first form and they were not as big luckily but if i yeah uh, so yeah like is, wait, is that, that the um like, powder one no no it was actually um a jar with like i don't know how much it was in it but it was like eight servings and each short serving was like 200 calories <laughs> wow.
1: dude, that's amazing <laughs> But it's like you, you do need that, right? It's like you're yeah. going to such extreme on one end where it is totally yeah. like I, I don't yeah. judge any bodybuilders who uh, enjoy a meal uh, I think everybody
0: anyway, does that right after right. you like you kind of need to bench or a little bit like you don't need, need to bench but you need to go off plan for a couple of days. Right. And then if you really want to sustain what I would say is that like like. You probably want to, like, keep tracking or, like, some sort of, like, make sure that you, like, portion control yourself. Maybe even if you just do it during the week and then you have, like, the weekends more off so you can actually enjoy meals with, like, family and friends. And because if you want to keep, like, a leaner physique, you need to, like, somehow, like, measure the amount of food you eat too
1: right like, you're so calculated you're so in the rhythm of being calculated that it's like yeah of course the second you're not anymore i mean it's very easy to be 10 percent off and then that adds up over time and you're like hey what's yeah. happening i thought i was on track right so um that makes a lot of sense you're somebody who i'm assume and and other bodybuilders too like you have you've like sugar is probably something that's hard to, you know, cut out, I'm sure, right? Um, You've probably like you're in the rhythm of doing it. But like, when let's say you come off plan, and you are you're eating everything and all that stuff, right? Um, How hard was it for you to, like, well, I guess you still I don't know if you can still have sugar, but I'm sure it's like, more processed stuff and things that you would normally like, treats and things like that are like to a minimum as you get to yeah. prepping for a show and getting serious so what is that uh yeah what's that like cutting cutting that I'm sure you feel amazing but what is it like to actually cut it out and and go through that process yeah. so
0: I think so 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 luckily I do like flexible dieting so I actually just get macros and then I decide what I eat within those macros but when you get lower on calories, you don't want to, like, do, like, fast foods or, like, sugary foods or, like, things that don't fill you up as much as, like, whole foods does because the more whole foods and, like, real food you actually eat, the better you'll feel and the fuller you will be for longer. But, so, it depends on, like, I would say, like, for me, like, before a show, it's actually not as bad, because I think you're so, you, you're so focused on the goal. What happens after, though, it's that like you crave everything. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to eat everything instead, after the show. But, like, leading up to it, at least, like, the two weeks right before, if you have, like, the show, like, if you just focus on the show, it's not as hard. I do know that it was harder the first time around, but that's because, like, it was the first time, but now I feel like I'm more, like, used to it.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, it's just kind of the clear focus of, like, I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to be in front of people. Like, I need, you know, this is my goal. I've committed everything to this. So um, it's kind of just a, it becomes less important. And you know you'll
0: get it after. So you know, like, the end date, and then you can actually eat it after that. So. So that's, and that's what, why I like the fact that what I just told you about, like, like having like, trying to stay strict, strict stricter. It doesn't need to be super strict during the week. But then have like a day, like, say that each Saturday you know, like, you treat yourself with something or like every other Saturday, depending on where you're at in your process. But I feel like always having like a day where you feel like you can, like, you can actually enjoy yourself like makes it easier because otherwise you're just like week after week you're just like not giving yourself any like anything so after totally. a while you'll just like go crazy and <laughs> yeah <laughs> right
1: i feel you there okay very cool well just I mean, this has been so much fun i learned so much from uh talking to you today uh i guess like what would you leave somebody with um you know that from maybe some of what we talked about today or maybe it's something else but what do you want them to take from today's conversation a lot of people listening might not be bodybuilders right but uh in maybe their life in their fitness and their training if there's anything um you know you want to leave us with um yeah i I, i'd love to hear i'd love to hear that
0: Absolutely. So what I feel like, like bodybuilding and bikini is a really intense sport for sure. And for people like from the outside looking in, it's really extreme. I can imagine. And um, what I do want to leave you with is the fact that it's like the important part with each like journey when like, and even more when it comes to fitness is to find what you like and what you enjoy and what you can stick to, because if you can create like a routine of some sort it will be so much easier and so much more enjoyable to actually reach your goal and also the fact like i always tell people that be happy with where you're at and love yourself like where you're at and your body and then like work towards like the goal that you have in mind at the same time because it will be way easier to get there if you actually like love yourself and then like find a routine that you love Because you need to enjoy the process in order to, like, reach that goal. And it will change. I promise you. I have been, like, through so many different goals when it comes to my fitness. So, yeah.
1: That's probably what I want to... I, I love that. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for sharing your time. This was so, so much fun. Um, where can we follow you? Where can we keep up with? Because you, you you have a podcast. You, you know, yeah. uh, you're very active on your Instagram and stuff. Um, where can we point people to, to kind of just uh, stay in the loop?
0: Yeah. So my Instagram is I am Josephine Holmberg. And then I have the podcast, which is One You Podcast, thanks to you. Um, so, yeah.
1: I'm happy. I, I, I'm so glad that you decided to, uh, uh, to do the podcast because it's so, the more episodes you do, like, the more you get to kind of learn about somebody that you probably never would otherwise. Like, you might not hear that same thing on your Instagram or whatever. So um, exactly. hopefully the same way people today listening, like, there was a lot of, juicy stuff i feel like um that that you know you dropped on us today so uh thank you again for that um and yeah uh i i'm so excited to you know um get to maybe do another episode with you on padma hall um where we get to share more of the create because you balance so much more like we talked about the bodybuilding the competition the training um all of that. But like you have a whole nother, you have a life that you're kind of sustaining at the same time. You have a coaching business and all this great stuff. So um, how you juggle it all and make it happen is just so inspiring to watch. So um, thank you so much, Josephine, for being here. And um, I'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. Thank you.